And the bigger question, would we share that we have an open marriage with our children? Not the details, but the fact that we have sexual relationships with the consent of our spouses. Welcome to Two Hot Wives, a podcast where two friends in open marriages explore the exciting world of unconventional sex. Hey, hotties. I'm Kat. And I'm Ems. And we're the two hot wives. Oh, and we are taking a break. Oh, it's so nice to take a break. We love doing the podcast so much, but it's a lot of fucking work. It's a lot of work. I mean, we put in hours researching our topics. So much homework. Outlining. Yeah, it's a tough job. (laughs) But somebody's got to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> we're enjoying our time off in lovely, lovely Mexico. And the very lovely Lauren from Room 77 yep. has this all up for us. so much. So we sort of decided last minute we were going to go uh, as three families. So it's it's my family, it's Kat's family, and it's our friend Meg and Mr. Meg's family are all here uh, in a beautiful villa just outside of, of Cancun, Mexico. And because it was so last minute, we were looking for some help from a, an expat local. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had previously met Lauren and Richard um, through their Art of Touch workshop and through their fantastic podcast. And mm-hmm. um, so we reached out to them and said, can you help us? And she jumped right in. She I did. mean, she she put together quite a nice vacation, curated everything. We've gone on uh fishing trip mm-hmm. and a catamaran trip yeah, to this great beach and uh, she had a private chef come and a bartender yeah we had a little beach party amazing it was beach barbecue last night it has been just such a cool trip and lauren really made it special. special. So we will actually have some information in the show notes about Lauren's little like happy wife travel Mm -hmm. agency that she's doing. If you are planning a trip to Cancun, I highly, highly recommend reaching out to Lauren, seeing if she can help you uh, create just a special carefree, stress-free vacation. You know what my favorite part was? What's that? We got to the villa and the, it was stocked with groceries, which we, we had to give her the list and stuff. But how nice was it to get off the plane through customs? Yeah. To, we had a driver. The driver took us to the villa. And then we got here and the refrigerator was filled with groceries. That was so great. Yeah, that was so nice. And she had like some quesadillas made up and some guacamole and yeah. some pico. It was really great. And all the drinks that we could, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> Too much. (laughs) I need to, I think the rest of April is going to be a dry month because this has been a lot of drinking. It has been. Should we tell them how naughty we were? (laughs) I thought that was going to be your favorite part. (laughs) I thought you were going to say that. Um, We have been a little bit naughty. Yeah. But the kids are like downstairs, all the rooms that are downstairs, we have them down there and they don't get up early. No. 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 (laughs) But... (laughs) 
we have gotten up early or stayed up late and had a, li- a little bit of fun. The men are motivated. Yeah. 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 So so you and, and Mr. Ams went up. On the roof. You went on the roof. It was so awesome. So the villa has this um, covered rooftop with like a big daybed underneath uh, cover where we had set up for mm-hmm. massages one day. Um, but you you took advantage of the day bed for other reasons. I did. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. We went up there. We snuck up there. And uh, luckily, it's all closed off. So no one can get up there without us really hearing them advanced, you know, advanced mm-hmm. warning. And it was a warm evening and the breezes were just flowing. And I, I'm on this bed and naked. and But I'm wearing this like robe that's just flowing in the wind. It was really, really hot. Just sexy. It was sensual. super sexy. So sensual. <laughs> Um, and, uh, Mr. Cat was a little bit late getting here. So by the time he got here, the house is just filled with fucking kids. Beautiful, lovely kids. (laughs) I love our kids so much, but, um, they are, as our friend Eliza, um, from interested in sex say, they're the ultimate cock Cock blockers. blockers. (laughs) (laughs) So it was really hard to like find our time to get away. And we thought about going up on the roof, um, but the weather wasn't really cooperating that night. So Mr. Cat, he said, give me your phone. I'm like, okay. (laughs) And he opened up the the clock app and set an alarm for 3 a.m. So I didn't realize <laughs> that you knew he had done that because he was telling me about it. And I'm like, uh, are, are you sure about that? She's going to want to get up at three o'clock in the morning. Did Are you sure that she wants you wants to, do, to that? do that? <laughs> I'm like, have you met him? <laughs> she values her sleep. I do. Oh. I do. There was a moment of hesitation <laughs> when the alarm went off at, at 3 a.m. But, uh, you know, I, I rallied and, and we, because you know, the kids are everywhere. So all we get are like little sideways glances or a little, you know, like pat on the tush or, you know, maybe sneak into a corridor and get a little kiss. So it's a lot of buildup, a lot of foreplay and not even foreplay, just a lot of buildup. Yeah. So we we had our little 3 a.m. And when Mr. Cat left, a couple minutes later, Mr. M's comes in. He did. But you guys just slept. No, we just snuggled. It was 3 a.m. It was, yeah. He was like, you want, no. No, not really. <laughs> no. Let's, let's cuddle. So we just. That's yeah, good because I'm not just, a cuddler. Well, so you guys could cuddle. We just, yeah, we just cuddled. Yeah. <laughs> we, we tore each other's clothes off because there's so much built up. And we it was done also, that. Yeah. You we had done that the night before. before so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was 3 a.m. So, so we knew it wasn't going to be like a marathon sex fest. It was, let's get off and go to bed. <laughs> but it was fun. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he was all smiles when he got back, I think. I mean, I don't know. You it were was dark. sleeping. I was asleep. Yeah. Um, in any event, it's mostly been very vanilla, very chill, hanging with the kids. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we did want to get out a little bit of bonus content. So we've decided that we're going to answer some listener questions. Yeah. We have gotten such amazing feedback from our listeners, from our community, really, you know, just positive messages of you have helped us and our marriage and and we're like ready to explore and try new things and thank you for that. I've been amazed at how many couples started in the lifestyle right before COVID hit. Yeah, shitty timing. Yeah, and then they're wondering, what do we do during this time, right? And we were kind of faced with that same thing and that was the whole season one. I mean, trying to figure out how to make it work. Yeah. During a 
pandemic. Pandemic, for sure. For sure. So uh, we love our listeners. Mm-hmm. And in and on top of just awesome, positive feedback, we get a lot of questions Great from questions. listeners. And we try to answer all of the questions as thoughtfully as we can. But, you know, a lot of the, the same kind of question will come up over and over again. So we figured a lot of you out there, if we're answering a question, it probably is something that you're curious about as well. Right. And we thought we would take the time to answer a couple of listener questions during during our break. Right. As part of our bonus content. And one that comes up really often, and I think it's probably because we talk about it so much, is our kids, right? Yeah. So uh, Lori from our Discord group, and if you are not part of our Discord group, just a quick little plug, highly recommend that you join us. You can find information about joining our mailing list on our website uh, in the info section and become part of our, our free member community where people are chatting and sharing their experiences and what's going on in their life. Um, but Lori is, is one of our, uh, participants and she asked the question for all believers in sex positivity, do you have kids? And if so, would you ever tell them about your open relationship? That's a tough one. And, and we've gotten a variety, like I, we put this out on Twitter, just mm-hmm. ask the question. Yeah. Just, get, just to get see what our perspective. Yeah. And a, a lot of people, um, answered and different answers. You know, uh, a lot of, um, it's none of our kids' business what we do yeah. in the bedroom. And I believe that as well. Sure. They don't need the details right. of whatever your sex life But is. for us, at least, there's a pretty good chance someday they're going to find out yeah. about all of this. And I just, my feeling is that I don't want to come off as a hypocrite. Yeah. So whatever I'm talking to them about is not inconsistent with the way I live my life. Right. Right. You're not telling them one thing and, and living your life else. in a totally different mm-hmm. way. Absolutely. So yeah, that there was pretty much universally nobody wanted to share the gory details of their sex life with and their I don't children. Think, I don't think and any of us are talking about no, that. Exactly. Because we wouldn't talk to them about our vanilla activities in the bedroom, if, you know? Yeah, exactly. We wouldn't talk to them about any sexual, they don't want to hear that stuff anyway right. with their parents. Right. So, right. you know, as far as the nuts and bolts of of our sex life, we're not telling them that. No. No. But for, well, there's two things, right? One is just sex in general. And definitely my attitude towards sex and sexuality has changed with discovering lifestyle and discovering other people who are sex positive and the amazing relationships that they have with their spouses. Right. And we don't want our kids to grow up with the same feelings that we had, right? I mean, it's it's been a lot of time working through all of the stuff that we are taught yeah. since we were young girls, right? That yeah. we're not supposed to like sex. It's not it's not for us. It's we're it's our duty, but you know, we're not supposed to be out there, we're not supposed to like it. It's we're not supposed to talk about it. We're not supposed to tell our partners what we want. Yeah, yeah. But yet, when we get married, we're supposed to be amazing at it somehow. Yeah, I want. I have a son and a daughter, and I want them to know that sex can be fun and playful, and there's something really special about having sex with someone you love. But it can still be, be a fun. lot of fun. Yeah, if it's with someone you. You don't love, but you like, you care about. Well, and I have a son and a daughter as well. They're yeah. a little order, older than your kids. Mm-hmm. And I've been talking to them about things like consent yes, and responsibility. Absolutely. And, you know, just the kinds of things that I 
find important, but not the morality of waiting for marriage yeah. or, or you know, the the hangups that we grew up with. I'm I'm not enforced. I'm not talking about those kinds of things. I'm more talking about like with my son. I'm talking about slut shaming. Yes. That's I'm talking right. about like, hey, you know what? Girls have the same kinds of feelings that you do. And so when you are with your buddies and they're saying something about a girl, you need to shut that down. You're yeah. so right. I love that you say these girls are having the same feelings of and desire, of sexual interest as the boys are. And, and you know, how do we help our sons and our daughters accept the fact that Women are sexual creatures just like men are sexual right. creatures. Well, and I say to him, you know, at some point, you may want to be with one of these girls. Sure. And do you want her to to feel like she's bad for, for wanting the same thing that you do? You right. don't. Absolutely. So it is 100% changed my perspective on how I talk with my kids about sex. And you're right. Mine are still right. a little young to have um, talk about sex it's sex in the abstract very right. abstract at this point they're not really of of age where they're thinking about sex but it's just around the corner oh and for me it's a, a lot more real yeah, i mean my sure. kids are are teenagers my son yeah. is an older teenager yeah, yeah you know yeah. so it's uh it's it's and you can't start talking to them about it when they're on the verge of it. You have to no. sow those seeds early. That's right. You have to talk to them early about the abstract things like what you're talking about right now. Yeah. Where I'm talking a little more specifically, I am talking to my son a lot about consent, about enthusiastic yeah. consent. Yeah. And about ongoing consent. Yeah. Well, and it's not that, I mean, he's a sweet boy. I mean, he yeah. would never do anything that would hurt another person. Yeah. But at the same time, he has to know what that means and what that looks like. Yeah. It's, it, it can be so abstract when we just talk about these things like consent. I can't take it for granted that he knows what that means. No. I have to spell it out. No, absolutely. And on the flip side, and this is trickier, but important, you know, with our girls talking about one, they have the autonomy of their body. Like nobody, um, has any right to, touch them. And I will give my daughter a hug and I will say, you know what? If you don't want to hug from me, that's okay. You never have to submit right. to physical touch. If you don't want it, you just need to tell me. And same is true for any other adult that that touches you. Um, you don't owe anyone your physical touch. This is such a big deal. Mm -hmm. Do you remember as a kid being said like, uh, hug your uncle? That's right. Just let them pinch your cheeks or whatever it is. Yes. Yes. You were you were thought of as rude if you were if you didn't mm -hmm. want to hug whoever it is. Mm -hmm. That you just don't you just don't want that physical touch. Yeah. And it comes down to helping them use their motherfucking words. This is a message that that is relevant no matter what your mm -hmm. age is as a woman, you need to use your words for the things that you want right? That's mostly what we're right. talking about is using our words for the things that you want. But you also have to get comfortable using your words for the things that you don't want. It's okay to say no. No just is a because, complete sentence. Just because someone is, is older than you or has some sort of perceived authority mm -hmm. doesn't mean they have authority over your person, your body. Yeah. That is yours. Yeah. And that's a lesson I, I feel like I, I learned early in the lifestyle. You need to own your nose first. 
and then you can explore your yeses. But it's actually really liberating when you get to the point where you're like, no, I don't want that. I don't want you to touch me. I don't want to play with this person. I don't want these things. Once you have that, then you know that the yeses are real and they're enthusiastic. It Mm -hmm. is a hell yes, because you always have the no. It's always there for you. That gives you no is a very powerful word. Mm -hmm. And we need to empower our children. It's not just our daughters. It's our children with the word no, um, so that they you know, that's like the first word that they should learn when they're exploring their sexuality. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And you know, I, it's interesting that you brought that up because I wasn't thinking about that so much for my son, to be honest. So then the bigger question is, have we, would we share the fact that we have an open marriage with our children? Not the details, right? right? But the fact that we have sexual relationships with other adults with the consent of our spouses. Yeah, I don't know. I I think um you know, I I think part of this is wanting to create a different world for them, sure. right? Yeah. And and I think there's going to be a point at which they're just going to know. They're going to remember certain things and and they're just going to they're going to know. And if they ask me point blank about it as adults, mm-hmm. I might I might go there. I, I think it's going to depend on the situation. As kids in my house, living under my roof, I'm not going there. Sure. Yeah. But when they're adults on their own, doing their own life, if they have questions and they, I mean, without discussing the details, right? I think there's a way to navigate that. Yeah. I don't feel the need to like sit them down no. and say, mommy and daddy do this. Like that's no. not, um, but- here is where if I personally struggle with it a little bit is that for us, lifestyle is not just what happens in a bed or on a rooftop. If the case that's where it happens, right? It, it's, it is about being more open and being, you know, more free, even, you know, with our, our conversations with our bodies. And, um, and because we kind of follow this friends with benefits model where we're hanging out as families together, they notice things. They notice things. They notice that like, you know, you and Mr. Ams love to dance (laughs) and you guys dance like really close together Uh sometimes. Or they they notice that Mr. Cat and I will go sit in a corner and we'll be talking very intently kind of in each other's ears about whatever, you know, books or sex or whatever we're talking about. So they observe Mm -hmm. these behaviors and, um, and so we've gotten some questions we have from the kids, but they're not, they don't seem upset. No. Or, I mean, if they've figured things out, they're certainly not upset about it. No, no. I think we've got really well-adjusted kids. Yeah. So we're kind of walking this line right now where they're aware that the relationship is very, very close and that we have, you know, close relationships mm-hmm. with other adults as well. And that maybe, I, I don't know if they know that it's sexual but they know it's intimate yes in some way and um i i think i think they're okay with that i don't think we've damaged them by that i i don't think so either and when we when they were asking us about this there it did come to a point where we said okay you know what we're not going to have this conversation anymore because this is a private thing that's right we shut it down we shut it down and they were and they let it go they did they did 
They did. And then even after that, like weeks later, um, my daughter said something to me like, Mom, thanks for talking to people in bars. <laughs> well, because I think we told them that we had met in a right, restaurant in a, bar, a bar, which is mm-hmm. true. Yes. I mean, they didn't know that we did the profile and the, all yeah, that ahead yeah. of time. But they and they they see us that way anyway, that we just talk to people right. all the time. So it didn't seem odd. And um, that's what we told them. We met in a bar and we just hit it off and we exchanged information. All true. That is all true. There's <laughs> not a single lie in that. We were coming home from your house one night and we had had fun, you know, barbecue. And she just said, Mom, thanks for talking to people in, in bars. Yeah. I was like, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. 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 I think, you know, it, it. it's made everybody's lives better. Yeah. It's everybody's lives are richer. The kids are friends. We have more fun. There's more joy. They in call it the pod. Life. The pod. Yeah. They call it the pod. And I remember we went somewhere and we had invited another family Mm -hmm. and they were like, are they joining the pod? (laughs) Are we going to let them in? They they wanted wanted to to vote. vote. (laughs) (laughs) They did. They did. So it's, you know, it's tricky to navigate. I'm not sure we're doing it right or wrong, um, but we're trying to just be honest when the kids have questions, but not let it go beyond what we feel well, I don't know. We got a little bit uncomfortable in that conversation, uh-huh. but um, we didn't lie. We were honest. And, um, and without- but we just didn't let it go too far. Yeah. We right. shut it down and they were fine with that. Yeah. They you know, they, they, they'll ask the questions, but when they are not mature enough to handle the answers, they, they shut you off. Yeah. Anyway, so they weren't protesting that we weren't answering. Eventually, kids want boundaries and that's, we, we shut it down. Yep. So that was good. Yeah. So not, you know, everybody has to make their own decision on that. But speaking from our very limited experiences, I do not believe that our kids will need therapy for, you know, <laughs> what, what they observe, what they see. We might need therapy. Well, I, <laughs> but, look, I highly right? recommend therapy for everybody. Yes. But it's, um, you know, uh, but they're going to be very well adjusted. I think they're well adjusted and they have good friends and they have adventures. And so uh, all in all, it's been it's been amazing. I don't, I don't think our kids are hurt at all mm-hmm. by what we do. Okay. So one more question that we get quite a lot, um, and I didn't pull a specific example of this. Because it, it's been asked so many times. It comes up all the time. Hey, ladies, where are you? Where are you? Where, where do you live? Where, where are you, where are you? We're not answering that. No, we don't. We don't share where we live. But I am happy to say that we have added to our website an events page because mm-hmm. we've the, got lots of events we've coming got a up. lot of events we've got our vaccinations and oh. like we are ready to um to get out in the and world have some fun and have some motherfucking fun <laughs> so if you go to our website and visit our events page you will of course read about podcast Palooza, where we will be on the um on the panel on the panels being you know running a seminar on uh, turbocharging women's pleasure mm-hmm. um that is in miami in may may, may 21st to 24th i think uh-huh. should have looked that up before we hit record um 
And, and something that we recently just booked. I'm so excited about the Bliss Cruise. Yeah, I can't believe it. That's going to be amazing. I'm, I'm so excited. And we booked that through the Sapphic Swingers. We did. We booked through the Sapphics, who are amazing, amazing, fun women. They bring the party wherever they, do. they go. Yeah. So that's going to be a blast. That is in November. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're, we are planning more travel. We've been talking about Nashville. We've been talking about New York. That's right. We're going to a podcast what is movement, that called podcast movement Podca- podcast movement and it's Center. not about lifestyle podcasts no, no, no. or or it's sex universal. podcasts it's really about all podcasts it's um it's a big it's sort right. of conference yeah that's right yeah so it's we're going conference. to nashville and i've just been dying to go to nashville I so love you know nashville. good excuse to go to nashville absolutely i've never been yeah so i'm really excited yeah so uh if you are in the nashville area reach out maybe we can get a little meet and greet going that would be great yeah so, um, uh, again, if you're curious about where we will be for a weekend or so, you can check out the events page and, and come meet the two hot wives, see our, see our faces. And meet Mr. Cat and Mr. Ams too, right? Yes. We're going to, we're going to let them off the leash just a little a bit. Little, a little bit. bit. Oh, oh. And aren't we going to do a little bonus episode with them? Yeah. We're going to let them speak. Yeah. So we were thinking about doing a, <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> yeah episode let because they get questions too they They get quite a lot of of questions and they they've got some fans Mm -hmm. at this point some some (laughs) ladies who are impressed with their skills this Uh is like the whole podcast like a giant resume for mr (laughs) Mr. m um so we're gonna let them them talk probably in the last bonus episode before we get back into season Mm -hmm. two so if you have questions for what do we call them? Two hot bros? <laughs> I don't know. So. <laughs> Mr. Cat and Mr. Ann. Yeah. Um, uh, ask them now because we will be um, letting them record in May. Yeah. They were talking about having their own podcast. We're not going to let them do that. No, I don't think they get their own. <laughs> no, no. Not no, that long a leash. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think it is time for... The ladies of PCAP. Yeah, we right? got a chance to do um, some recordings, some episodes with the lovely ladies of Podcast Palooza. There are some amazing content creators who are participating in this event, and we spoke with a number of them. And uh, you'll get yeah, to hear from fantastic. them. They're fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be good. Well, hello, everyone. I'm Mrs. Jones of the We Got a Thing podcast, and um, I'm excited to be on with uh, Two Hot Wives, and we're looking forward to our trip to uh, Podcast of Palooza coming up in May. Yeah, we can't wait. We're very, very excited. We can't wait to see you guys live again. I know. That's true. I can't wait to see other human beings again in general. (laughs) Right? Tell me about it. Yeah. Tell me about it. I think this is going to be a good coming together of of, uh, a lot of fun people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I noticed there's a lot of um, people who are new to the lifestyle who are coming, which I kind of think is super cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of our wheelhouse as far as like um, how our podcast fits in the community. Uh, I think uh, Mm -hmm. we've jokingly called ourselves the newbie whispers in that um, (laughs) (laughs) I think what our podcast provides to the community is um, 
Not so much fun and sexy stories, although we do try to throw those in there every now and again. Um, but what we like to do is give people something to have a conversation about. You know, especially if you're new to lifestyle, you have a lot to think about and to talk about as a couple before you're ready to actually engage. At least I hope people are being a little thoughtful about how they're engaging. And so every episode, we have just like a, a different topic that will hopefully um, spark some sort of a, a conversation or question and answer opportunity for a couple. So what are you most looking forward to in terms of podcast palooza? Well, I think um, we have a lot of friends that are going, so it's going to be really fun to reconnect with people that we haven't seen in a while. Um, But then again, it's always fun to meet new friends. And um, of course, we're looking forward to that too. But what I really enjoy is having the opportunity to to sit down with other podcasters or bloggers or, you know, people in the lifestyle industry and see how they're managing things and, you know, what their struggles are and what their successes are to help them celebrate those. Um, And and just to kind of, it's amazing how we all fit together. You know, a lot of us have very different approaches, but when you put it all together, I think it works perfectly. I love that. It is such a cool community. We're relatively new to the content creator scene, but we have just met the most amazing, creative, welcoming people. So we're huge fangirls. (laughs) And I think you are one of the first, you and and Mr. Jones were the first really to welcome us and and help us and and give us little tips and and really kind of mentor us and and how to get started with all of this. So, you know, we, we appreciate that so much. You know, it's funny because when we were in Mexico last year, we ran into the swap foods and they had a lifestyle podcast. They're not recording anymore, um, but they had a lifestyle podcast that we listened to um, as truly a lifeline when we were thinking about getting into lifestyle and and we got to meet them right when we were first uh, planning our podcast, we met them at naughty new Orleans and, and we've run into them a few times over the years, but we hadn't seen them in a long time. And we ran into them last November and it was the same thing. Like, oh, there's Mrs. Swapfu and she just has Aww. the best laugh on the internet, you know, and she just has this beautiful smile. And I don't know, it's just, so I was just totally fangirling over her again, you know, cause it just brings back those memories <laughs> of just, you know, frantically listening and trying to like take all these little nuggets of information mm-hmm. and see how they fit into your own journey. You know, you're kind of desperate at first, like, I got to figure this out. Right. (laughs) We may have listened while taking notes. We definitely listened. Oh, I've done that too. Totally. So tell us more about your your MeWe ladies group. You know, I realized ladies did need a safe space to have a conversation. So it's it's a completely closed off group. It's not just a separate conversation, but a completely separate group where ladies will talk about shopping one minute. Um, We'll talk about shopping for sex toys another minute. And then we'll talk about like closet organizers or, you know, hair products or makeup. (laughs) And then somebody will say, well, we just had an experience and it went sideways and I need to brain dump and get somebody to get me back on track, you know, and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. it'll turn really Mm -hmm. serious. And, um, and ladies are so generous with their, their thoughts and their experiences to take time to share them with other people. And, um, and what I really like is that there's, there's no judgment. You, you can't ask a dumb question and you can't um, like people just don't criticize. 
you know, there, there might be Mm -hmm. something that could have been done better, but it's always handled in a constructive way. We've all had some sort of an experience where something made you feel off afterwards and you have Mm -hmm. to work that through or your partner fell off and then you feel guilty. Like, Oh my God, I did something that I wasn't supposed to do. And I hurt his feelings. And now he thinks that, you know, he's not the best lover in the world or, or, or whatever. And it's Mm. terrifying in the moment. It's terrifying, but, uh, and, and you can't talk to your vanilla girlfriends about this stuff, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so if you don't have a community of lifestyle girlfriends that you can fall back on, then you've got to process all that stuff in your own head, um, which a lot of times just makes you say, peace out. This is not worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes yeah. it's not worth it. Maybe maybe that's the outcome of the conversation. But but at least you have some like objective people that have been through somewhat similar circumstances to bounce ideas mm-hmm. off of. So it can be super yeah. silly and super fun or super serious, and it can switch gears in about two seconds. And that's what makes it fun. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Such a cool space. And so, I mean, everything you're saying is so um, resonates with why we're doing what we're doing is to create a space where women can get together and and explore their sexuality in a safe, non-judgmental way. Right. And I think what I like about your message and about, well, our message and, and most lifestyle podcast messages is it's not just about having sex with other people. I think we're all providing information where we're exploring our own sexuality and finding out what what's in it for me. How am I going to experience personal growth through this? Because if, if you mm-hmm. do it for the right reasons, I guess, um, you will experience amazing personal growth. And I think that's just like the, um, the icing on the cake, really. I feel yeah. like it just doesn't get better than that. <laughs> no. so. I know. <laughs> Well, Mrs. Jones, as always, it is such a pleasure to see you. It's such a pleasure to talk with you. And we cannot wait to see you in Miami in May for Podcast of Palooza. Mm -hmm. Time's going to fly. I know. And and we'll get to hug each other in person. And it won't just be these little air hugs over Zoom. Hugs? (laughs) I know. We're going to have hugs. Hugs would be amazing. Thank you again so much for being with us It's been my pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Hello, this is Belle from the Black and Kinky Lifestyle. Uh, we Our podcast is about uh, myself and my husband, the bomber, and our experiences as a young Black married couple in the lifestyle. So we talk about race. We talk about uh, our events and how we get prepared. Um, we like to mix a little bit of facts with a little bit of fun. Love it. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome, Val. We are so happy to have you. And it's nice. This is the first time we get to to see you. And we're yeah. super looking forward to seeing you in Miami. Are you looking forward to the PCAP? The PCAP yes, event? I am. I am trying to plan all of my theme outfits and pool party <laughs> outfits and yeah. getting all that together, which has been really fun. It's 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 exciting to have an event to go to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. haven't had one. Um, so it's I, I, I miss dressing up. I miss wearing heels. So like just even the planning of 
packing is exciting. <laughs> it is. So yeah. tell me what you're thinking in terms of the the theme parties. Do you have anything lined up yet? Because we're still in the con- like conceptual phase. Yeah. You know, I went through like our, uh, I guess, lifestyle theme party bag. You know, because you go to these <laughs> parties and a lot of times they have themes. And so you end up accumulating a lot of costumes. Yes. Um, and so... Uh, the one that was most challenging for me, I think, is the uh, the desert festival thing. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. The sort of like uh, uh, Coachella Bohemian. style. Yeah. Like Mad Max, steampunk kind of yeah. thing. That's what I was thinking, steampunk. Yeah. 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 So I think we have like some black, you know, um, like I have a black bodysuit and Bomber has this like black leather vest. And so we're going to go for the kind of more goth Mad Max ish. Mm. <laughs> cool. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Perfect. And then the uh, MTV award show night, we're still contemplating because you can. That's go, almost anything goes, right? It really is. Like it could be really formal or it could be really avant garde, crazy out there. See, I think you have to go with like the heyday of MTV music. Mm -hmm. Like it has, I say late eighties, early Mm nineties, boy band, girl band shit. Like boy, it's all boy bands in the late eighties, early nineties, but stuff like that's what I'm thinking. (laughs) No lady Gaga meat dress. How are you going to check it out? I don't know how you pull that No way. No way. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Getting back to your podcast. So, what makes you guys different? What makes you unique? Because there's so many podcasts out there now. I know there there are. And when we first started, which I guess was like three and a half years ago now, mm-hmm. um, you know, when we first started in the lifestyle, we started with podcasts. We we're like, you know, we want to know how to do this. Like, what are the rules? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no rule book. There's no, you know, kind of layout of how you do the lifestyle. You kind of have to learn as you go. But we wanted to hear from some other people's experiences um, and that kind of thing. And when we started, you know, we heard some really great podcasts, but there was no podcasters that looked like or sounded like us. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we were like, well, if they're not out there, there has to. And, and when we, we went to events, we saw that there are other black people at events. So there's other black people in the lifestyle. Right. Why aren't they in this space? Because our experience is unique. Um, so uh, we decided, you know, maybe we could be that voice. Not the only voice, but sure. a voice. Um, because even though we're black in the lifestyle, our experience is not every black person in the lifestyles experience. Well, Belle, this was so much fun. We are really looking forward to meeting you live mm-hmm. in just a couple of months. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Oh, this welcome. was great. Thank you for having me. This is Belle from the Singing Outside the Line podcast, where we talk about everything. We're pretty much just uh, honest, very uh, true to our experience. We try to include it all. The good, the bad, the ugly. Sometimes <laughs> it's ugly most of the time. It's so, so good. Yeah. Belle, welcome. We're so glad to have you here, and we love your podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me. 
So for our listeners who aren't as familiar with swinging outside the lines, what about your podcast is is unique in the the sea of sex positive podcasts out there? Well, I think that another podcaster said it is with lifestyle podcasts, you're not really getting a whole lot of unique content because it's all kind of been covered. But what you're getting is a different perspective. And what we bring is just a really raw take on the experience. But we kind of specialize in the story details. (laughs) (laughs) Both Adam and I are storytellers and we love to paint a picture for our audience so that they can kind of sit themselves on the couch in the room that we're in Mm -hmm. and kind of relive or enjoy that experience as we relive it together. So on our show, we'd like to say, use your motherfucking words to get what you want in bed. Is that a saying that you could get behind? And if yes, how have you used it to your advantage recently? Absolutely. I actually was listening to your first episode while we were driving to meet up with a couple that we were going to do a complete swap with so different room swap mm-hmm. and I had that kind of playing in my head and it actually was um there was a moment in the play where I I kind of went to a fight or flight thing because I had been talking in a chat with this gentleman and who had been really ramping up the uh, kind of the dom submissive talk And I've never actually been with somebody who was genuinely uh, a dom. And I didn't know what I was getting myself into because, you know, I read the series and I didn't really know much about BDSM. So uh, when the play took off into that dom submissive direction, very suddenly I froze. And Mm. I was like, I could feel the panic starting. And I was just like, what? What do I do? And it wasn't, it was, we were in a position where I couldn't actually say any words. My mouth was a little full. (laughs) I, I just like, I could feel my body starting to get really rigid. Uh, I was starting to get fearful. Like, oh my gosh, is this a situation where something violent is going to happen to me that I wasn't intending? And then reason, because I've been training myself to think reasonably. Just say something, although I couldn't say something. But somehow I instinctually knew that he would respond if I just tapped him, like tap out. Sure. So I I just tapped his leg like I was tapping out and he immediately responded. So in this situation, um, I was not using my words literally, but I knew that I could use communication to uh, change the situation. And then when he asked, well, what, what do you want to do? I then used my words and I said, how about we try something a little gentler? Yes. <laughs> and the play went in a much better direction. It was just so nice to be able to use my words to get what I wanted. Because historically, I suck at that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I really do. We all do. It's so hard. It's so hard for women. We're taught to just kind of sit there in a corner and look pretty and wait for someone to, you know. Right. Tell well, us what, what I they want. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Well, so what Adam has always asked me is he's like, how do you want it? What do you want? What do you like? And I'm always like, I don't know. And that's really just a lack of imagination first. And then fear that what I say might not be something he's into. Yeah. And we have both really gotten good 
at talking to each other to make sure that we're getting what we want. And that's actually put us in a position of mentor within the lifestyle when we're with newer couples. We tend to end up in that mentor position where we where we're coaching. We're like, use your words. We don't say it necessarily (laughs) like that, but we ask questions that are not open ended or we ask open ended questions. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that there's a response and not just a yes and no. So it's it's been a process. It's a very valuable phrase. I think that it needs to be tattooed on everyone's body. Yeah. I think we're going to put it on a t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> Before podcast a Palooza, that's our right. goals. We're get trying. it on a get it on a t-shirt. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Belle. This has been a pleasure. We cannot wait to see you live at podcast a Palooza. I am looking forward to it. So that's our show. Thanks for swinging by. And don't forget, you deserve great sex. Now go get some. If you love the Two Hot Wives podcast, be sure to subscribe. And if you really love the show, rate us or give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. Thanks for listening. I feel like the Saturday Night Live ladies, like, oh my God, that was so great. It was awesome, yeah. Tell me about your sweaty balls. (laughs) They're so sweaty. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's because we are rocking a low-level hangover with a low-level buzz all day. All day. I sort of feel good, and I also sort of feel like shit all day. Oh, 